Good morning, good people. I'm Arthur. I'm your host for the Restart Podcast, and this is the Uncensored series, right? And so what I mean by uncensored is I'm giving you the actual raw experiences of the successes and failures um, that I've experienced in this long journey of entrepreneurship. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I want you to not have to learn everything by trial and error. You know, like, I know if you're like me, you're trying to do things on your own, you're trying to build something for you and for other people, and you know, you just want to make it right, okay? Sometimes it's just better to watch other people and what they have done and then learn what not to do. And that's the whole point of this podcast. But you know, it's going to be me. I'm going to bring other people on that's like, hey, this is what we did. So let's skip all that. Today, I want to talk about something that um, is like the, the ugly big elephant in the room. No one talks about it, but it's always there. And it's this. The things that I feared was the things that always came on me, right? Um, and it, it was weird, you know. Uh, you know, I can get to the Bible and say the thing that I feared most came upon me, but I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about in entrepreneurship, you know, there are peaks and there are valleys, right? So you have, and especially in the first five years, you have these highs, right? When you got the sale, you close the client. Um, you ended month positive or you made more month uh, money this month than last month or last year. Then you have lows when you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. Right. Here's the thing. Um, uh, for me, I was terrified of firing corporate and then not being able to take care of my household, not being able to take care of my family. Um, and this is in the beginning days. I was always worried that, um, things would fail, right? And then I left the safety of what I thought in my head was safety of corporate America because, you know, I was I was well into the six figures, right? And, and life was easy. And I left all that to go to entrepreneurship because I believed what was what God designed me for was more in entrepreneurship um, than than corporate America. Because corporate America was, was great to me. Like, um, you know, I served in the military um, when I was in college, I worked full time. I worked at AT and T, and then you know, like it, it was great. Like I always had security. I've been laid off before, but overall, it's been safe. But there was just this nudging in my soul that there was more for me, and I couldn't get that with corporate. But when I left, you leave the safety net, right? You know how you're on a job. Like if you decide to do minimum effort every other week, you're still gonna get a paycheck. But the thing with entrepreneurship is, you can do maximum effort and not get a paycheck, right? You and the thing with entrepreneurship, you have to start, you have to really think long term. Like I'm putting in this work today for a future that I don't know is going to become my present when it's going to start. Right. So you do your work today. That doesn't mean you're going to get paid tomorrow or next week. It may be the end of the year. Right. And so that's what you have to accept as an entrepreneur. Right. And so I left before fully vetting the business idea and the business plan. I had a little results that said, hey, you know, this will go and work if you go this route. And I launched, right? And I wasn't prepared for all the additional tasks that come with being an entrepreneur, right? Because when you're working in a job, even if you're working really hard and you think you're doing everything, you're really not doing everything. Let's say you're a marketer. You're not doing the operations. You're not doing the compliance. You're not doing the finance. You're not doing the strategy. You're doing marketing, right? And it's no diss to you or anybody else, but it's just that. But when you leave corporate 
and you become your own boss with your own business, you're everything. So if you don't set up compliance stuff, then it's not set up, right? And so what ended up happening was uh, we lost everything, right? We lost house, we lost cars, we lost clothes, we lost everything. Like we lost things that um, I didn't know you could lose, right? And what I realized, the exact thing that I was afraid of, that's what came to me. And no matter what I said out loud, that what I feared was stronger than what I believed for. And whichever one of those is stronger, that's what's going to come to reality, right? And this is no no mushy, woo-woo stuff. It's, it's, it's real. I mean, it's whatever you focus on, that's, what's going to, that's what you're going to put your energy, energy to, and that's what you have faith in. And then whatever you put your energy to, whatever you focus on, that's what you're going to produce, right? That's the seed that you're planting. And then the continuation of the fear is watering that seed, and then you produce lack as a result, which is what happened. And then the second thing happened. Now you're in desperation mode, right? Because you're trying to, to compensate for the losses or to compensate for the lack of growth because you, you had in your head that you were going to be profitable in six months, and now it's 18 months later, and you're still not where you were when you were working, right? So then you start, you know just getting desperate, right? So you start selling to everybody. You refuse to narrow down to your particular target market. You refuse to take the, the, the actions that were produced in the long run, and you're always looking for the quick dollar. And here's the thing, desperation smells, right? Like when you're desperate as an entrepreneur, people can smell it, they can sense it, they can smell it, and it's a nasty odor, right? Because when you're desperate, you're going out there trying to sell no matter what, right? Like, you will discount your product way below the value just to close the deal, right? And the customers can sense that. And no one wants something from a desperate person because it's like, well, how good is it? Like, the customers don't know that you're desperate, so they don't think that, okay, it's, this person's in a, it's in a bind. What they think is, this person is trying to push me a product that's not that good, right? So if, you're, if your product has a, you know, get, your product is, let's say, 100 bucks, right? And it produces a value for the customer of 200 bucks, right? And so you're already selling at a discount in theory. And then you meet them and they're like, well, I don't know. It's okay, okay, you know, I give you a discount. You know, I get a 25 off discount, right? Uh, and then if I, oh, I give you, you know, you keep adding stuff on, not because you're trying to add value, but because you're just trying to close the sale. They feel that. And a lot of people game you for that. And so I had to learn. I had to learn through um, four business failures and then get to that place that was like, you know what? This is the value and this is what I'm going to do. And then while I was waiting to build that, I had to go back and, and get work, get steady work. So I worked as a... Um, a financial literacy coordinator. I worked on a grant and like I did the stuff to stabilize the lack of income. And then that allowed me to, to take a long-term view on what I want to do from an entrepreneurial perspective. And literally when I did that, within 18 months of me taking that step, um, I was on my way and, and sis start taking off and start making some real money. And then another 12 months, we made our first million dollars. So, Let's do the math. Um, yeah, so about 20 months from the time I decided I made that step, 
I had made a million dollars in my business, right? And a year or so, a year to 18 months after I made that step, when we started making five figures in the business every day, right? That's when we started getting people to refer people to, to our school and our institute. That's when we got people saying, oh, this is amazing, right? Because it shifted. I wasn't desperate anymore. Now, if you say, I'm not interested, I'm like, okay. So now, what do we do with this? You got to analyze yourself because you can lie to me. You can lie to customers. You can lie to your family. But what are you afraid of? Right? Like if you're internally afraid that you're going to fail. Right. And it's crippling you. Like it's a true legitimate fear. Then that's what you need to focus and get rid of. And so what you need to do is say, why am I afraid of this? Right. So for me, I was afraid of failing because then if I failed, I wouldn't be able to take care of my household. And then to a lesser degree, then people would see I fail and I, and I, you know, people had this, their own perception of me and I wanted to maintain that a bit. Not that I cared about them thinking I was wealthy, but I didn't want them to see, I, see me as a failure. So I had to really work through that. So it's like, okay, if you're worried about taking care of your household, then why don't you go get a, a part-time job or a part-time gig that can satisfy that. And then in terms of failure, I, had, I redefined it. I re so I understood that. Failure isn't a bad thing. Um, failure is a part of the process. It lets you know this particular way didn't work. And if you look at it thoroughly, you'll be able to see that something in that particular way that you did it was the thing that didn't work. And you could tweak that. Right. And so for SIFT, we didn't know how to market a school. I never had a school before. And so I went through a bunch of things. every event that that focused on our, our, our segment of the market we went to. And eventually we found a pattern that said, oh, okay, people are coming from this way. But it was on top of failure after failure, but it didn't feel bad anymore because I accepted it, right? And so that's what I want you to do. What are you afraid of and why? And then create a strategy to work around that and then live in that and then watch how your fruit from your hard work changes. I hope this blesses you. If you have questions or you're struggling with this, reach out to me and I'll be glad to help you. All right, you guys, see you another day.